This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Zaziaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 30th of March. In your Squiz today, the Cabinet gets its reshuffle. Greater Brisbane goes back into lockdown. Dozens killed in Mozambique. And the Ever Given finally budges. This is your Squiz today. We knew it was coming and yesterday it happened, Claire, when Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced a number of new changes to his cabinet. In doing so, he said he had two key aims. Let's start with the first, which was to shift Christian Porter and Linda Reynolds to new portfolios. Yeah, what Prime Minister Scott Morrison said yesterday was that there was a need to shake up what needs to be shaken up, and that is the shifting of Christian Porter, the former Attorney General and Industrial Relations Minister. He gets the new portfolio of industry science and technology. He also loses the responsibility as leader of government business in the House of Representatives. Linda Reynolds, the former Defence Minister who remains on medical leave, she will return as the Government Services and NDIS Minister. Both of those remain in Cabinet, but they have been demoted. Uh, Also, there is a swathe of women who have received extra responsibilities and Melissa Price has been reappointed to Cabinet taking the total there to seven. Yeah, that was part of the second aim Scott Morrison said, and that was about giving a fresh lens, those were his words, to get better outcomes for women. And as well as those appointments, there is also a policy agenda that's going to be pursued. Foreign Affairs and Women's Minister Maurice Payne, Morrison called her the Prime Minister for Women, later tried to water that down to say she's the primary minister. Uh, She will co-chair with Morrison a task force that's going to be focused on women's equality, safety, economic security, health and well-being. Also, Anne Rushton, who is the Families and Social Services Minister, uh, will take on a new cabinet-level role as the Women's Safety Minister. Next stop is the federal budget, where there's expected to be a policy platform with spending to underpin all of this. And as for the reaction, well, opposition leader Anthony Albanese criticised the government for retaining the likes of Porter and Reynolds in the cabinet at all. He said shuffling the deck won't change the bad hand that the Morrison government is dealing Australians. Those listening in Brizzy or interstate Aussies who had plans to travel there over Easter will be more than aware that Greater Brisbane was ordered into lockdown for a second time this year. That, Claire, is after four new local cases of that highly infectious UK strain were recorded yesterday. Yep, three days started at five o'clock last night. That will take them through to Thursday at least. What happened yesterday with those coronavirus cases is that two new cases were linked to that uh, little cluster that we talked about yesterday. Also, there were two more, a COVID ward nurse and her sister. They had travelled to the tourist hotspot south of Brizzy at Byron Bay. So there's concerns there from New South Wales officials as well. Uh, There'll be a lot of work this week around that contact tracing and trying to get on top of things. Yeah, the restrictions will be reviewed on Wednesday night, but with Easter this weekend, Claire, it's a pretty anxious time for lots of people. Some states, the ACT and Northern Territory, have been quick to clamp down on the Brizzy hotspots. Western Australia, for one, has enforced the harshest restrictions of all, blocking all Queenslanders from entering the state. Only travellers with valid exemptions will be able to enter. 
Over to Mozambique now and a bit of background to get us started. The country's province of Cabo Delgado has been the target of Islamic insurgency since 2017. Yesterday, Claire, reports said 60 people were killed following an attack by Islamic fighters in the town of Palma. There are unconfirmed reports that foreign workers have been caught up in the fighting. It's still far from clear exactly what has gone down there, but it is clear that dozens have died. Uh, Overnight, the Islamic State has claimed responsibility for the attack on that town. There's lots of foreign contractors in that area because there's a very big French-owned gas project that sees foreign workers come. uh, And there was concerns over the weekend for French, Spanish and... British citizens who were in that area. It seems that there was a rescue operation mounted where hundreds were saved, but several were killed. Since the fighting started in 2017, thousands have been killed and many more have been forced from their homes. Mozambique's government has said security forces are working to restore order in the town of Palma. The trial over the murder of George Floyd started in Minneapolis overnight, 10 months after his death triggered the biggest civil rights protests in the US since the 1960s. Former police officer Derek Chauvin was charged last year with second-degree murder and manslaughter, and he has since also been charged with third-degree murder. The opening arguments have been delivered. Prosecutors say that Chauvin's actions were directly responsible for Floyd's death and that he prevented others from helping. The defence, though, says that it will argue that it wasn't Chauvin's knee, but it was drugs and a host of other conditions that were responsible for Floyd's death. The trial will be a very big focus in the US for the coming weeks. Yeah, Floyd's friends and family, a Minneapolis police chief, and Darnella Fraser, the teenager who filmed Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck, are among those expected to testify in the trial, which is expected to last between two and four weeks. And there are already concerns that if Chauvin is not convicted, the US will again see protests. Facebook is planning to roll out two underwater cables that will boost internet connection between Singapore, Indonesia and North America. Claire, who knew cables could run underwater? Well, I kind of knew that, but it's still something I can't get my head around. The idea of actually like going underwater and putting these sort of things that surely electricity, I don't know, they can't be electric. It's just a whole weird thing. But this really does seem like a case of like a car manufacturer laying roads. Facebook is really aiming to increase the internet capabilities in that region by about 70%. There's other companies involved, Google, as you say, being one regional telecommunication companies are involved in another. Uh, Facebook is really interested in Indonesia because it's one of its top five markets globally. Who knew? Mm, There you go. Those cables will need regulatory approval with the first schedule to be laid by 2023. Claire, you can almost hear the sighs of relief from crews that work to free the Ever Given, that mammoth container ship which has been blocking Egypt's Suez Canal for a week. It's not all over just yet, but it finally budged yesterday. <laughs> it did finally budge. There was the blasting of horns, big thumbs up, lots of celebratory signs there that the mammoth container ship has become free. It only took, as you say, a few days. Uh, a specialist salvage team 
13 tugboats and the dredging of 30,000 cubic metres of sand. Uh, It's quite a mammoth task for those involved there. Uh, What's happening now is the Ever Given is being towed to the Great Biddle Lake. It's a bit of a body of water that sits between two sections of the canal. Uh, But already uh, ships that have been lock jammed in that area have started to pass through. Yeah, and that movement couldn't come a day too soon with reports the canal's revenue was taking an 18 to 19 and a half million dollar hit each day while more than 450 ships and billions of dollars worth of cargo were waiting for the blockage to clear. Finally, Claire, it's always nice to wrap up on some good news. I'm pleased to tell you that an asteroid that was considered by NASA to be one of the most dangerous for Earth isn't going to hit us. Well, at least not for about another 100 years or so. Isn't that great news from NASA? (laughs) Our planet's going to be safe. Who knew, again, that there was an asteroid that was potentially heading in our direction? It's something, apparently, that NASA and other scientists have been quite concerned about. So, yeah, there's some good news for your Tuesday. There you go. At least we can rest easy. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, that's me wrapped up for the week. Enjoy your Tuesday and Kate will be back with you tomorrow. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.